progress. What's going on, y'all? This your boy, Chris Simmons, coming to you with another podcast episode with another special episode with another special guest all the way from L.A., West Coast, baby. Y'all already know what it is, man. L.A. I haven't been out there in a minute, but you know what? I think the last time I went out there was about 2009. So it's been a, it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute since I've been out to L.A. Uh, one thing about L.A., that is very odd is that when you go in the summer it's cold for some reason like to me it's cold i don't know why like i was wearing a jacket and some sweatpants when i was in la but nonetheless it was still a beautiful city um i got to i think what 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 are some things i did man it's been so long ago i can't remember but i think okay i did see the hollywood sign that was one thing did see hollywood boulevard with all the stars you know all the stars on the ground um did eat at some pretty good restaurants um, saw Beverly Hills, where all the bougie people at. So those are just a few things I did in LA. But that that's where my uh, guest is uh, located right now. And I know it's probably nice out there, palm trees and sunny all the time. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 hoping to get back out there. But anyway, the guest that I have on right now is a certified personal trainer slash podcast host. So she also do a podcast as well. She's the host of the Fitness Man- Manifest podcast show. I checked it out. It seems really interesting. Um, I checked out a few of her episodes and I really, you know, really liked, you know, the topics and the different guests that were on there. So definitely go check, check her podcast out. It's called the Fitness Manifest podcast show. And today we're going to get into a topic. We're just going to, you know, get into our discussion. Uh, she's going to share, you know, about her fitness journey and some helpful tips, hopefully, to uh, be able to enhance your health. So, without further ado, let me introduce y'all to Miss Teresa Sinden. See, I already knew I was gonna mess that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I-, I told you. All right, all right. I- I'm sorry. You had it. You had it. Sendeno, right? Sendeno. Oh yeah, even with okay. the little accent. Oh, ooh, okay, okay. Nice. Sure, I should just kept rolling. I don't know why I said guess myself. But Teresa Sendeno, what's going on with you, girl? How you doing? There we go. Coming in hot like the L.A. sun. I don't know about your experience, but at least, like, I'm from the valley. Oh, so really? it gets, like, up, like upwards of 100 plus degrees in the summer. Well, is it? It's hot. Well, I didn't go there because uh, it was 70, maybe 80 degrees when I went. And I remember I was in a jacket, so it was cold for real. So I probably wasn't in that part of L.A. I was in the the part where everybody probably goes like the tur the tourist spot so mm. but it's been a you minute that ocean breeze probably yeah yeah i didn't go i didn't i didn't feel i didn't feel i didn't want to go on the beach because it was just too cold like it's just too cold to be laying by the beach and in the water so i was like i was like man skip that but nonetheless la was pretty cool uh now i, I know y'all get a lot of smog out there at first i thought it was fog Cause every time I would wake up, I would see like it would be like cloudy, but I was mm. informed that it's a bunch of smog. Is that is that true? Oh yeah. Ugh, that's that's. I know. That's nasty. It's one of those things of like it's better if you just ignore it, right? Mm-hmm. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> mm. Well, shoot, I, I was under the impression that it was fog, so I mean, I guess I could just continue to keep thinking like that. Cause... <laughs> I, I, I like I said, I was like, man, it's so foggy out here. But my one of my friends who actually lived in LA at one point, he was like, nah, bro, that's that's small. That's from the pollution. I'm like, ooh, shoot, yeah, that's dirty. It, it's I'm, bad out here. Yeah, that's it's dirty. bad. Now, I personally wouldn't live in LA. Uh, 
Now, I forgot to tell you where I'm from. I'm from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, so all the way on the East Coast. So I've lived in Ohio all my life. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it, it ain't no palm trees over here. And there's, there's no beaches. I'm trying to move out of Ohio, but not necessarily to the L.A. I'm trying. I'm hopefully trying to move to Atlanta. That's my prime location. But L.A. But L.A. is one of those spots where, for me, it's cool to visit. But to live there, I don't know. I can't do it. It's just too much going on. Too expensive. First of all, too expensive. Second of all, there's some weird stuff that happened out there in L.A. I saw some. I forgot. I forgot to mention. I saw some weird stuff out there. I'm like. People yeah, I feel just like what's up. I feel like unless you've like b- were raised here, born and raised, mm-hmm. or you have or you like want to go into the entertainment reason mm-hmm. or like the business, like I feel like those are your two reasons why you live in LA. Other than that, like you said, it's too expensive, it's too crowded, uh, too you know, smog, foggy, smoggy, dirty. It's there's a lot going on here, but yeah, yeah, but. Nonetheless, I mean, I'm not trying to discourage nobody to go out to live out there, but just for me personally, I can't, I can't, I can't be out there for more than a few days. But nonetheless, I still have to go back and visit. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe sometime soon. But well, now I got a reason too, because I'll probably come visit you wherever you at. You know what I'm saying? There we go. We'll work out together. Absolutely, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely, man. I definitely, uh, I definitely need to work out with you for real, because. You know, I've been seeing you on Instagram, and I think I reached out to you to a, while, a while ago, because I had forgotten that I reached out to you for real. <laughs> I reached out to you a while ago, because I think I found your page a while ago, because new pages yeah, kind of pop up. Yeah. I think you messaged me first in, like, what, May, March, something like that? And for whatever reason, I I didn't, it got hidden and then I got a new phone, and then all of a sudden, all these hidden messages popped up, and I was like, "Whoa, what?" So I was like, "Oh my bad." I'm like, "Hello." <laughs> Shoot, I, <laughs> I didn't forget, but nah, it was cool though, because I was like, "Oh, okay, I must have sent her a DM a while ago." But nah, I mean, it's cool to have you right now because we're gonna get into the topic of discussion. Um, we're we're just gonna kind of get to know you and your fitness journey and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, to kind of open up the discussion uh why don't you get started on telling us about how you got started on your fitness journey so when i was like a kid um i did sports i did volleyball and softball but mainly for social reasons like i actually hated you know running or i try to do like the minimal amount of effort um but you know i and then once i got to high school like, I missed the tryouts, so then I kind of just, I was like, well, all right, it's fine if I don't do sports. And that's when I, my weight really shot up. I was up to, like, 200 pounds by the time I graduated. And, um, well, long story short, I had one of my family members, which is, like, my father figure. He passed away. So that just destroyed me mentally and emotionally. And so I was like, okay, well, I can't, I can't keep you know, staying depressed and not wanting to do anything, you know, this is, this is not going to lead me to a a good place in life. So how do I, what do I find to cope? And so I was like, Oh, you know, like people keep saying like fitness, it it releases endorphins. I was like, all right, let me try that. But I didn't, I don't know what the heck I was doing. 
I was like, I don't know how to work out. I would do like two, five lunges and I'd be like, all right, I think that's good, right? And I was like, well, I'm not really seeing any progress. I don't know like how much am I supposed to push myself? I don't want to injure myself. So I was like, all right, bet. I was like, let me hire a personal trainer. Um, and that's where I, like my eyes were just opened. I was like, whoa, wait, there's like so much behind the scenes of just a simple workout. It's not just like you go in, you do your exercises and you're out. Like it, it comes down to like, oh, well, if you do an exercise this way, it highlights these muscles. If you do it a certain tempo, it, you know, changes the difficulty. And like me being like such a, like a curious person, I was like, I want to know everything. I was like, I want to know the muscles. I want to know like, you know, the difference between a front squat and a back squat and like a good morning and a deadlift and all this stuff. So I kept asking questions, kept asking questions. Like I probably annoyed the the trainers of 24 hour fitness, but I was like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm going to ask questions. I was there for like two, three hours at a time. Uh, and then finally, they were like, you know, you seem like really curious. You should go take a class at Moore Park. Um, and I was like, all right, sure. And that's where I really realized, oh, you know what? I could actually make this my job. Like, you know, it, it, it's nice and it's awesome that I can help people um, just be safe. Be, I'm sorry, be healthy, but also just like see their life transform the way that fitness transformed my life because that the part that i didn't expect was that fitness didn't just change how i looked but it also like helped me feel more confident and made me like just more brave and courageous to try new things and i was like this is the best thing ever (laughs) so i was like i want to share share this with everybody and have everyone feel so powerful and and awesome and just confident and excited about life again so that was that was my reason that was my journey and my reason to becoming a personal trainer all in one with a nice little bow there you go well i think everybody's journey everybody who i've talked to everybody got a different journey now i found it interesting when you know you ask questions i thought that was a pretty different approach where you went up to the personal trainers at the fitness place and was asking questions that that's a very unique approach, which a lot of people I feel like that's not a bad idea. You know, when I was listening to it, I'm like, hmm, that's kind of odd. Like I've never heard of that. Usually, people just kind of just figure it out. But I think that was a good a good uh, message for somebody because somebody may just need some help, need some guidance. You know what I'm saying? So that was a pretty good. So that was a pretty good. Uh, that was a pretty good uh, story that you had right there. So that that was unique. Now, in terms of training. So let's dive deep into the specifics. You know, would you say that you focus more on strength, uh, cardio? Like, what's your what's your training style look like? I definitely would say strength and um, like functional movements. I would call them. Mm-hmm. So making sure that not only am I you know feeling strong and I'm building muscle, but also that I feel good. Because the first time around, when I was like with my trainer. Um, like, you know, I got really strong and it was awesome. But like my shoulders started hurting, my knees started hurting. And then I realized, okay, well, I can't, I can't keep ignoring stretching and mobility. And so that's really what I've been focusing now the past two or three years is making sure that, you know, I, I move well and that I can, you know, keep working out for, you know, decades to come and just making sure that, you know, 
like as we get older, we're going to lose muscle. So how do I how do I prevent that from happening? And how do I prevent from losing, you know, losing my balance when I'm, you know, in my 80s and 90s? How do I keep myself just, you know, doing awesome things? Like my, my mom, for example, she's a great like inspiration for anybody that's older. She's 65 this year, but she is she acts like she's like 20, 22, 27. She's going on like, you know, hikes, she's doing, she's running, she's doing all these amazing things. And like, that's, you know, that's, I feel like that's such an amazing thing to aspire to, not just, oh, I want to have a six pack and I, you know, I want to look good in bikini shots. It's like, no, I want to like, I want to live and and feel good. Mm. That's what, hey, look, nah, that's, that's, that's one thing that fitness can do to you is it will allow you to look younger and still be mobile. I was actually training with a, well, not training, but I was just kind of just doing a one-on-one session with my yoga instructor earlier today. This man about the same as your mom, 60, uh, 65 years old. This man is probably one of the most flexible dudes I've ever met. He still can do handstands. He can still touch a toe. Dude, was incredible like he's in incredible shape and that's what it do like fitness yoga like anything that you do to take care of your body can allow your body to continue to still function no matter what your age is you know what i'm saying there you go. Now, that's how it should be like you know i have um uh, like uncles and aunts back in mexico that you know they live the rural life they work in agriculture and you know they're mobile and i then i i see like people over here in the states and like you know, the, this this struggle, you know, it's they're not, it's not the same. And it's like, whoa, it we really need to, we don't have to overcomplicate things, you know, keep it simple, just move, be mobile, stretch, mm-hmm. eat, eat vegetables, you know. Exactly. Now what? Now what is your like ideal exercises that you like to do when you're in the gym? Ooh, that's a lot. There's a lot. I, well, I would definitely like some staples would be calisthenics. Like mm. you should be able to move your body. You no, know, it's doing squats pain free, um, doing push ups, uh, even for women, like do some push ups. Um, the one that I still haven't gotten to is being able to do pull ups. But one day, one day. Really? I thought you I thought you could. You look like you could. <laughs> you can't do, you can't do. I may look you? like it. No. I ha- I still use bands. I still use resistance bands yeah. for some assistance. Oh, but, really? Well, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, so like, you know, since you can't do pull up, like, do you do like, do you work your back? Like, do you do like lat pull downs? Do you, uh, you know, do some rolls? Do you do cable rolls to like strengthen that back? Or do you even work a, on your back? Well, I'm a big fan of TRX, mainly because like no one's on it. So rather than having to wait for cables, I'll just hop on the the TRX and I'll do um, like pull ups on it. I'll do the TRX rows and fly reverse flies. Um, but then for the actual pull ups, I'll use um, resistance bands, long resistance bands. So I'll do um, like wide pull ups. I'll do curl ups, and then I'll just do holds to uh, increase my grip strength. Mm. So there you go. Anyone trying to anyone trying to you know. Increase their pull-up gang game. Your your tips. <laughs> there you go. Now, are you uh, do you do you be bench pressing, or not really? 
Yeah, I love bench press. Really? How much weight you put on there? Uh, last what was it on Sunday? I did one hundred five by seven. Oh dang! That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So what's your PR? Uh, I I haven't PR'd yet. Oh, to be have, honest. You, oh, you just kind of go for reps. Yeah. Usually, I'll I'll stick the max or the minimum that I go down to is like three to four reps. Mm. Um. But I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get to a plate on each side. That's my goal. Oh, the forty-five. Yes. I think you can. Like one oh five for seven. I honestly think you. If you tried forty-fives at this point, like I don't know how long it's been since you pr but I feel like you could get at least two, maybe two. You, you might be right. I, I. I think. I think. Like the thing is this. Now the way I train. I go for heavy weight for as many reps as possible. So even if that's like two, three reps, like, cause I focus more on strength because, you know, I feel like, you know, you want, if you want to get stronger, you have to do a weight that maybe you're not necessarily comfortable with. Like a lot of people mm. would be like going to gym. They'd be like, all right, I'm going to do, you know, five sets, six sets of 10. I'm like, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But if your goal is, but it just depends on what your goal is. So, like, there for go, me, exactly. since I'm trying to get stronger, you know, I'm not afraid to do a heavy weight that maybe I'm not able to get 10 with. But my body, my central nervous system is going to get used to that. And so the next time I go in there, it's going to already have a feel for that heavy weight. So, I, honestly, like, I think with you, you probably could. You can probably get 145, honestly, because that's pretty good. Okay. That's really good. Like a lot of a lot, especially like for females. Like a lot of females, that's they can't really they can't really move that weight. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them, you know, put the tens on, put the 15, put the ten and the five on. But a lot of them can't really get over hundred pounds. That's like for yeah. a dude getting. That's like a dude like for us getting over two hundred some pounds. Like that that'd be equivalent to some like a dude benching two twenty five almost. Yeah, I feel like it goes back to kind of what I was mentioning, uh, talking to you earlier, is there's a, I don't know, dr ego drives me a lot in the gym. Yeah. Um, but I, I see more of a, like a rival rivalry. So kind of like, right. so kind of like a friendly competition. Yeah, because I've noticed that when I try to like motivate myself, because like, oh, I want to look good or like, oh, I, you know, I want to reach X, Y, Z weight. You know, like the motivation is there, but it's nowhere close when it's like, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that, that like, oh my gosh moment where, you know, the people are like, whoa, she's lifting that heavy weight. Like, that's what drives me or either that, or like, I see like, um, someone in the bench next to me and like, we're doing kind of the same weight. And I'm right. like, bet. I was like, let's go, Ooh. let's go heavy. There you go. <laughs> see, actually, you know, that's, 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 uh. You know, kind of funny how you uh, pointed that out is because me and my roommate, we were actually having that conversation yesterday. How, he, like, when he goes to the gym, he wishes that there was a board. Like, at my gym, there's a board because my gym is, like, um, you know, more for powerlifting. I'm not in, I'm not, I'm not powerlifting. I'm not doing that. I just kind of go there just because, like, it's down the street and uh, it's a pretty nice gym to work out in. But, yeah, my, me and my roommate were having this exact same conversation. Like, that's how my roommate, you know, 
kind of gets motivated in the gym. Like he'll see somebody in there. Like yesterday, for instance, there was a dude who was doing eighty pounds on the incline. He was grunting. He was he was struggling. To him, he like bro. He was like, man, shoot. Let me try. Let me try the eighty fives. You know what I'm saying? Kind of you know being like, man, like I can do more than this guy. I want to be like that strongest dude in the gym. Now, some people feel you know would view this as, oh, aren't you comparing yourself? Like, isn't that isn't that kind of dangerous? But you know, we were as we were talking about this, we we're like, well, it's kind of like that friendly competition, which is good. Like, I feel like there there there's nothing wrong with having a little competitiveness in you. You know what I'm saying? Because that will push you to do more. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think anything is wrong with like you know, seeing somebody in there and being like, oh, okay, yeah, I see that they're doing this weight. You know, I would love to be able to get there one day. That could kind of mm-hmm. give you that motivation to work toward it. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily I comparing, think, but... Well, I think it definitely depends on the language, the inner dialogue that you're having within yourself. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're talking like you're saying, like, oh, you know, like, I want to I wanna get to his level or their level, or, um, you know, I want to I wanna be the strongest, you know, woman in the gym... Like, that's great. That friendly competition is a great motivator. But if in your inner dialogue, you're saying, oh, wow, like she, you know, they're really strong. Like, I could never do that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I, I want to do it, but, you know, let me let me push myself and have bad form. Or, like, you end up injuring yourself. And that, in those cases, that's the negative side, right? So it really, it depends it depends on your inner dialogue. And also it depends, I think, if you're doing affirmations. Because I, I have a, a widget on my app, uh, on my phone, that just like, you know, tells me little affirmations and notifications. Like, you know, I am strong. You know, I, I can reach my goals, things like that. And that that really helped me create or really transition from thinking I'm comparing myself to other people in the gym to, oh, these people are awesome you know, let me, let me use that as a motivation of like, oh, I'm awesome too. But let me, you know, let me explore my limits. Let me see, you know, what I'm capable of. Mm -hmm. You know, there's this quote that says, iron sharpens iron. So, Mm. you know, as long as you, you know, put in a perspective to where it pushes you outside of your comfort zone, because the only way you're going to grow is if you obviously go outside your comfort zone. So, like we were saying, like, depending on how you look at it, you know, there's friendly competition and there's toxic competition. So, friendly competition is where, like, you know, maybe you have a goal and you have somebody pushing you to get to that goal. You know, you see, you know, maybe you work out with a friend. Like, I work out with a friend and we push each other, you know, every time we go to the gym to, uh, you know, continue to push our limits and, you know, be able to hopefully make progress the next time we go to the gym. You know, if you have that type of encouragement to where somebody is pushing you, you know, beyond, not beyond what you can do, but just kind of like maybe something that they think you can do, but in your mind you're saying you can't. Like that type of competition is good because that way you got somebody pushing you. But... In the comparison, in the comparisons, you know, comparison term, like where you may go to the gym, you may see somebody doing doing more than you, and you know, you thinking, oh, like I will never get to that level. Like, no, don't don't ever look at it like that. You know, you should never say I will never. Just be like, I'm not there yet. 
So mm-hmm. that way, mm-hmm. you know that you'll eventually get there. Like when I started training with my friend and his girlfriend, like his girlfriend, when they, when he, when she first started getting back to the gym, she could barely get the bar. And she told herself, she's like, man, like one day I want to get to hundred pounds. Literally like this, uh, past Monday, which was yesterday, she had a PR of hundred pounds because she said, I'm not there yet. But she kept pushing herself, even though she may have saw other girls in the gym lifting more than her. She said, you know what? I'm going to continue to work on what I can do, continue to work on myself. And that's the reason why now, you know, she got 200 pounds. If you go on my Instagram, I put up a video of her struggling with 95 pounds. Like I put like three videos up and it shows like all the failures that she had, but she never gave up. And so as long as you don't look at it as, oh, I will never be able to be on that level, then you will never succeed. You won't ever get to your goals. So as long as you have that system to where you having that friendly competition or whoever it is pushing you, you're going to reach a lot of your fitness goals. So Mm -hmm. just keep that in mind. But anyway, I want to transition into the meals because I know that a lot of people, when they work out, they forget the most important part. And I was guilty of this as well because I used to work out and I would just eat whatever. Now, I do see that on your page, you post a lot of your meals. They look pretty good. I ain't going to lie. Like, <laughs> I, I see, like, you know, some chicken or, you know, some shrimp, stuff like that. So tell me, like, kind of walk through, like, what are some things that you are putting in your body to help refill those muscles in order for them to continue to keep growing stronger? So my method is, um, like, I'm all about keeping it simple um, and, you know, making it easy to incorporate into your lifestyle, into your routine. So I always start with, okay, what protein am I going to eat? Cool. After that what veggies am I going to eat or include in that? And that's really what I base myself off of. And then everything else is whatever inspire inspires me that day or that week. Um, so like, for example, um, I use a website called eat this much that generates like quick, easy meals. Um, that are within your, your macros and you know, if they're super easy, simple recipes. So when I'm not feeling like cooking, that's my go-to. Um, if not, I find recipes on TikTok mainly. Um, and like lately, I've been really into Asian foods. So I'm like, okay, well, how can I make this like stir fry with, you know, do I want chicken? Do I want shrimp? You know, how many how many colors of vegetables can I put? Um, so there's this thing that I learned from Precision Nutrition. That's where I got my uh, nutrition certification from. Um, they have this thing called eat the rainbow. So it's like, you know how different vegetables have different colors. Yeah. So it's like, how can you include as much of the rainbow into your meals? Mm. So you got your orange, your reds, your purples, your whites. And then the same thing with fruit. You got your, you know, your raspberries, your blueberries, your grapes, you know? So it's like, it, it, for me, it, I treat it as like a, like the puzzle game kind of experiment. Because I've, I've tried, you know, doing food journals and sticking to a macro count and I get I get too overwhelmed. And I think a lot of people have that same struggle. Like, 
you know, they're trying to make this perfect plan that they end up, you know, getting stuck. So instead of saying, you know, what chicken should I get? Should I get the organic version? Should I get the, the, I don't know, you know, the blah, blah version. It's like, try to keep it simple. Once you've established the habits of like, you know, you're eating enough protein, you're eating lots of fruits and vegetables, then you can take the next step into, well, okay, let me start tracking my macros and really fine tuning, making sure that I'm getting, you know, you know, maximizing all the quantities to really support my, my effort at the gym. Mm. Now, do you recommend people meal prep? Is that something that you, you, you consider yourself doing or not? Do you, do you meal prep or do you not meal prep? I don't mainly because I don't like eating the same foods, Mm -hmm. you know, multiple times a week. And I, I'm fortunate enough that I have a schedule with pockets, you know, in between my clients. Mm-hmm. So I usually I'll, I'll cook for the day. So I'll cook for the day for my lunch. And then if any leftovers I have, I'll eat them the next day. Um, and, you know, I would recommend it depends on your schedule. Like if you have a busy schedule, like absolutely meal prep. Um, and, you know, find different, have like these little like note cards. So write down all the recipes that you you feel comfortable doing that you enjoy, and then you know in the beginning of the week, you know just select some out, choose some, and then you know that way you know exactly what you need to buy in that grocery haul. You don't have to keep going back to the grocery. Oh, I forgot this. I forgot that. You know, create systems that that support your your goals. Because I think one of the biggest like mistakes that at least the beginners make is like oh i'm just gonna will myself to to stay and stick to my plan like motivation is great on the days that you're excited and you're motivated but what about the days where like you know you're 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 running late you know things happen things broke you know mayhem everywhere like those are the days where you your systems will really be tested so focus on the systems that's my that's my recommendation okay all right well, that's what's up. Yeah, no. I, now, <clears throat> I tried meal prepping. Um, I went to this place called Clean Eats. And uh, I remember, like, getting meal preps from For me, it just, like, getting it from that place, like, it was just not enough food for real. Like, I still be hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess, like, I stopped doing that. But the thing is, like, I, I enjoy cooking, though. I know some people don't, like my roommate. He just kind of, you know, meal preps the same meals every week. I don't know if I can do that, honestly. I don't know if I can eat the same thing over and over. But, you know, for me, like, I like cooking, for real. And I like cooking, like, my own food, for real. So, you know, I'll be cooking. So, tonight, I'm about to have some turkey burgers. Because, you know, I had those for in the freezer. So, you know, I'm about to. They're not, they weren't frozen. They were, like fresh but then i had to freeze them because i wasn't gonna eat them on the same day but i'm about to have those for real but but yeah like you know i'll cook like salmon you know i'll cook like uh you know chicken breasts you know i'll cook it with some rice cook some pork chop like you know what i'm saying like i just like cooking my own food because to me it's healthier now i will go out every now and again i don't go out as much but every friday is what I call my cheat day. So I will go out to eat and you'll see me with a burger and you'll see me with some fries, but I don't do that like 
every day. Like I'll probably do I try to limit it to once a week. Because, you know, honestly you should you should live a little bit, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like don't obviously don't do that every day. Cause that's not that's not gonna be good for you. Cause I used to do that like when I first started. You know, I'd be like, all right, I'm about to work out and then all of a sudden like for breakfast, I eat a donut. You know what I'm saying? I eat like two dozen from Krispy Kreme. I don't know if they got Krispy Kreme out there in LA, but Krispy Kreme donuts mm. is nice. Like I know you got Dunkin' Donuts out there. Yeah, we got both. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dunkin' is nasty in my opinion. If you're gonna get donuts, you gotta go to Krispy Kreme. Like Dunkin' is disgusting. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. Dunkin' is Dunkin' is not it. But no, nah, I used to be eating the Krispy Kreme donuts. And, you know, I'd be like, man, like, why, what's wrong? Like, why am I seeing progress? It's because I wasn't putting the right foods in my body. So, you know, I think that's the... You can't, you can't outwork out a bad diet. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And that's one thing I didn't understand for real was the eating, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I could just eat what I wanted because I was burning calories. But if you want to see results, you have to be able to eat generally healthy like you know what i'm saying like get your fruits get your vegetables you know what i'm saying you know get your proteins get your whole grains get all that man because yeah. that's what's gonna help for real so i definitely that, recommend. and like don't be afraid of flavors and sauces yeah oh yeah put some season on your food for real please because that's <laughs> i mean if people you know i see like the meal preps on like instagram and it's like dry chicken and Ugh, it's like nah. dry vegetables i'm like i, I can't I've tried it. I can't. No, I need I need my chicken bouillon. I need my like you know barbecue seasoning. I need right. some kind of chili. Like there has to be you know you gotta make these meals taste good and right. enjoyable, or else you're not gonna want to eat them. Exactly. Ain't no wrong with season. At least at the minimal, you salt and pepper. Come on now. See, <laughs> I, I I'm telling you that that was a great that was a great point because some people they don't use seasoning. Like come on now. Like I can tell, like I can tell, like when your food ain't seasoned, bro, it's it's just not good. Like don't be afraid to, like you said, make it flavorful, make it make it enjoyable. Like people feel like, oh, I gotta eat broccoli, like uh. Well, I mean, you can put some cheese on it or something. You know what I'm saying? Put some cheese on it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like make it make it creative. Like you don't have to be boring. Like, mm-hmm. with me and my salmon, like, you know, I, I like to season my salmon with some lemon pepper. You know what I'm saying? Put some lemon pepper, put some uh, garlic salt, put a little oh, cayenne nice. pepper. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I know people, when they eat fish, they usually eat tartar sauce. Now, I like tartar sauce, by the way. Don't get me wrong. But teriyaki and salmon. I'm telling y'all, if you haven't had teriyaki, teriyaki and salmon, hey, you missing out, bro. I'm telling you, teriyaki and salmon is the is hidden. Like, I used to eat salmon with tartar sauce, but when I had that teriyaki sauce, though, it was on a whole nother level. So, that's just, that's just an example right there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Make it, make it nice. Make it, make it nice yeah. for real. And another, like, point that I want to make right now is, you know, some people, they're afraid of sauces because they're so high in calories, right? Like, you know, two tablespoons might be, like, 80, 90 calories. But, like, A, if you're... If you're eating fruits and vegetables, you know, and uh, your protein, like, it's going to make your food taste, you know, nice and delicious. But also just like, you know, use some moderation. It's not like you're going to be dousing the whole like bottle into your meal. You know, 
kind of you can try to like wean yourself off of it and then find that that balance point i feel like that's that's another thing that the fitness and you know industry and and community kind of glosses over it's always just like go hard you know you know sacrifice for your goals it's like i gotta find that balance like you're saying like on the weekends if you want to go out and like spend time with your friends like you're not gonna be like oh i'm sorry i can't eat at this restaurant it's not it's not you know paleo it's not it's not you know it's not not my macros like you know moderation enjoy one one meal isn't gonna completely undo all your progress if you do it every day like you're saying well that's another story now do you have a cheat do you do cheat days or not hell yeah Uh, (laughs) going out on the town you know getting you a couple drinks that's nachos and sushi and uh what else do i like i'm a buy noodles okay yeah no that's what that's what i'm saying like that's how i'll be on every friday man every friday we find a place to go out i think last friday we had we had burgers and fries from freddy's we had freddy's uh it was like a freddy's burger place or something that's that's the name of the restaurant it's called freddy's now i know y'all out there y'all got in and out right is that yeah. that's in la right in and out that's one place i haven't been to that's crazy oh, okay. i haven't been to in and out but i keep hearing about it like i heard it's nice it's either people either love it or they think it's overrated mm, i got you i don't know i, I mean how you do definitely, you, got, how do you, you feel definitely gotta it? try it how do you feel about um it? i like it is it is it worth me spending you know like 30 minutes in a long line nah nah okay yeah because my roommate uh when he uh went out to uh california he said he had in and out and he said it was he said it was so good i was like oh, okay and he was surprised i never had it I, I, I'm, I'm surprised i haven't had it either but i heard it was pretty good so if i go out if i go back out there i have to try it um mm-hmm. so yeah no like you know hey Nothing wrong with that. Now, I used to eat burgers a lot. Like, for every meal, I had a burger when I was younger. And I had to get off that because that was it was not good for me. But, but yeah, like I said, and, you know, have some balance. You know, don't be afraid to splurge, you know. Just know, you know, what your goals are and everything like that. And don't be, you know, like I said, like, don't be afraid to do what you got to do sometimes. Just don't, Just don't be addicted to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, knowing that, you know, you're a fitness trainer and everything like that, like, how how do you, how do you be working with some of these clients? Like, do you do, like, in-person, one-on-one training? Are you more online? Like, how, how do you motivate these clients to, you know, get in the gym and get to work? I mainly do in person. I have a few online, um, but I... I don't know. I, I prefer in person, to be honest. I like not only am I do I have the ability to like really see, you know, their form from different angles. Um, but I just feel like, I don't know, it's it's more personable. But then again, maybe it's just my lack of experience. I haven't really dived into the online space. Um, but I definitely I start off with my clients with some basics like, OK, what are your non-negotiables? Um, so they might be like, oh, you know, I want to, I want to have wine with my girlfriends on the weekends. Um, and I hate the treadmill. I'd be like, okay, cool. Let's work, create a plan around those two non-negotiables. Um, and then I, I just, you know, 
talk to them, ask them questions to kind of get an idea of what their lifestyle is, what they've done, their history with fitness, you know, injuries, um, and even like food preferences. Um, and then from there, I, I do like a four pillars. I'm like, okay, well, we have, you know, the workouts, the nutrition, um, the recovery, and the mind, the mind work. So, you know, let's have a talk, a conversation about like, what are your expectations? Do you, do you expect to lose, I don't know, like 20 pounds in like your first month? Or, you know, do you want to, I don't know, do you think that your value is kind of tied into to your size? Like, you know, let me let me get to know your, your headspace, where you're at, because then that can help me like present ideas a little bit better and in ways that they're willing to accept because that's the tricky part like if I just tell somebody like I want you to do you know this this you know work out five days a week I want you to you know eat uh three servings of vegetables a day you know they'd be like oh okay yeah 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 cool and then it ends there mm-hmm. but it's like no how do I how do I motivate them and encourage them and almost and, and like include them into the plan that they have they're going to be doing because that way they'll they'll be more likely to 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 follow it and then also enjoy it. So now it becomes this long lasting change, not just a you know temporary you know action for three months. Um, what else? And I don't know. I just take a pretty human human approach. I would say. Mm. So you um, try to get personal with the client. Oh, right. absolutely. Right. Right. No, I no. That's that's hot. I mean, that's that's really like what people want for real is for you to, I guess, like work around what they're trying to do. Because a lot of trainers, like a lot of trainers, be like, "All right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do this, this, this." It's like, well, if they don't want to do that for real, like you trying to yeah, help somebody. It's like it's like <laughs> this person may be in the gym for the first time, and you tell them, "All right, this is what I want you to do." Blah blah blah, like you know what I'm saying. Like you want to like act like you want to, you know, really see them succeed. You know what I'm saying. You really want to work with them for real. And it seems like that's what you do. And I'm sure that's part of why they keep coming back to you for real, because they probably think that, you know, you value them in a way to where you understand like you know where they coming from, understand like some of their personal personal issues, and you know you're able to work with them. So that's what I. No, I- I'm like so grateful and and luckily that I've had clients that have been with me for five years. Like they've reached their goals, but they're just like, no, like I love, I love working with you. I love that you help me, you know, adapt my, my habits based on what's going on in my life. So it's like, cause I also give homework. So I'm like, okay, well, we talked about this in our session. I'm like, okay, so what are you going to work on this week? Like, do you want to, do you want to work on your water intake? Do you want to, do you feel like you're kind of stiff? Do you want to work on mobility? Um, And then again, that kind of goes back to, they feel like they're in control and they feel like they can mold and create this program that works for them. Not, oh, this is another thing that I have to do. Oh, this is, you know, I got to do this and I got to do that. It's those, I got to, I should. In translating those, like I should and I got to, to, well, I want to. Or I, you know, I want to do this. I, I would love to try that. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I might have to sign up. <laughs> you feel? <laughs> I might have to sign. I might have to sign up for real. You know what I'm saying? I might have to uh, check check you out. You know what I'm saying? See I what's got going. you. Let's yeah, go. <laughs> for real. Like I think 
even though like I, you know, I'm pretty experienced, you know, when it comes to fitness, like it, it's not wrong with having a little trainer now, you know what I'm saying? Having a trainer that you know can show you new things. That's the thing I love about fitness, like you always get somebody else's perspective of what works for them. That's why I like working out with, you know, people cuz sometimes, you know, I may see it like okay, maybe like bench pressing, you know, squatting, you know, barbell squat, you know, pull-ups. Maybe that's just, like, all I know for real. But maybe somebody else come along and be like, well, have you tried this? Have you also tried that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like getting a different feel for what people do and what works. Mm Because there's a lot of exercises that people come up with that is effective. So that's what I love, like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I love about working with, uh, working out with people is that, especially different people, because they'll tell you something that they do. And you may not do it, but you try it, and you're like, ooh, okay, I might need to incorporate this in my routine for real. So that's the thing. But, yeah, I'm definitely have to come out to L.A. I might have to just fly out to L.A. just because I want to be a part of your fitness training, you know what I'm saying? And I would love to... uh you know, get a feel for what you do for it, um, and how you work with clients. So that's 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 all pretty good. That's all pretty good. Now <clears throat> we got about fifteen minutes, and I want to get you know your description of the podcast because you do have a podcast, uh, the Fitness Manifest Podcast, like I talked about earlier in the show. Uh, so tell me, like, what was what was your reason for starting that podcast? Like, why why did you want to call it the Fitness Manifest Podcast? So the word, the title itself, I really wanted something that that was like moving. So I feel like manifest is such a powerful word because it's not. It's you know, our life is completely in our control. I mean, yes, there's outside factors that that kind of push us and lead us to certain ways but in the end it's up to us and how we react how we react to then okay well how do I either overcome this this outside factor or how do I kind of piggyback on it and help me reach my end goals whether it be career success whether it be um, life balance whether it be I don't know family whatever you you want it in your life so manifest to me in the fitness realm was, okay, well, you know, this is my body. People can tell me to do X, Y, and Z with it. They could tell me to live my life in a certain way. But at the end of the day, like, this is my temple. This is, I have full control of my body. So I decide what I, what I feed it, what I fuel it. I decide, you know, how, how I interact with it in terms of like oh I'm, I want to work out I want to do strength training I want to do rock climbing I want to do dancing and you can have these goals where it's like oh I have this goal and I can manifest it I can create change in my life and get to it so that's why I was like yes manifest I love it it's powerful let's go um, but then the actual like why I created the podcast was because I felt like in in my sessions, there wasn't enough time. And it was kind of weird to get into these, like, these conversations about mindset and about just like a lot of general information, like, you know, what, 
what is soreness? Why does it happen? How do you help to minimize it? You know, there's, I would try to like send people like um, articles and videos, but oftentimes like it wasn't, it just wasn't enough. It was like these little snippets of information, but I, I still lacked some kind of a centralized informational base. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I should do like a YouTube channel. But I was like, uh. at the time, I didn't like being on camera. I was like, oh, I'm too awkward. I can't formulate my thoughts. So I was like, okay, podcast. Let me do a podcast then. And here we are a year later. And uh, it's been such an amazing like journey. And, and it's like, I'm teaching people, you know, how our bodies work and you know, how to reach, how to incorporate new habits into our lifestyle and how to create change that that's lasting. And people have reacted really well to it. They're like, oh, like, like, you know, you present things in a certain and like a new perspective. And like, it makes like, again, it's kind of that human approach of like, well, here's how this works or this part of our, our fitness journey or this, you know, this is how um, to incorporate new meals and habits nutritional habits into our lifestyle and then okay well on the other side then is our mindset like okay well how do we how do we talk to ourselves so that we accept these change these changes and these new ideas and and how do we view ourselves are we how do we value ourselves and how do we balance our responsibilities with what we want so that's why i was like oh this is great this is like finally a space where i can I can share everything that I've learned. And it's also been helpful for me because there were pockets of information that I was like, oh, I don't really know about too much about supplements. And I'd be like, oh, I should research about it. But it's like now it's like, oh, I have a podcast. Do I have to research about it? So it's been it's been wonderful, wonderful experience. And I'm so glad that I took the plunge and like, you know, found the courage to like put myself out there. Oh, wow. So you started, you said it's been a year. So you started in what, 21 or 20? 20, yeah, 21. What, 21? In 2021. Maybe it was 2020. <clears throat> was it 20? Oh, man. It's, oh, wow. See, I feel like this past, like, two years with the COVID, like, our sen- at least my t- sense of time is so warped. I'm like, I don't know. It was at some point. <laughs> yeah, you start, you started, and now you still doing it. So hey, look, it's all good. No, nah, I think that's all about right. Yeah, I think a lot of people got into podcasting in 2020. That's when I got in my podcast 2020. Because oh, nice. yes, yeah, you know, when you at home, you just figure, you just trying to figure out like, what are you gonna do? That's how I was. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. man, I'm like. What am I going to do for real? But, you know, I found a podcast and here we are. I'm about to, you know, release 80, 80 plus episodes. So, you know, it's it's been a journey. It's been a journey, you know, podcasting. You know, it's you know, it's it's not as easy as, you know, people think. Like, it's low barriers to entry. But, you yeah. know, this is like coming up with content, you know, hopefully getting guests on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it can be, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. If you love doing it, you know what I'm saying? Podcasting, you know, it's it's nice. If you got information, like, put in the podcast. I had all this great information. I'm like, well, let me start a podcast. I said, well, let me have some guests on. Let's add to the information. So, nice. yeah. So, I think me and you, you know, like I said, I think, you know, with your podcast, my podcast, you know, I think we're just trying to spread some positive information, which is something that is not common now. Everybody loves negativity. 
which is weird. Like nobody, nobody like to listen to, you know, positive, you know, information that can help better themselves. It's all about, it's all about that drama. It's all about that negativity. But you know, I'm trying to change the game for real. It's like it don't have to be negative. You know what I mean? Like it, it can be positive, and still be worth listening to. So yeah. But hey, look, listen. That's a great. That's great. And I'm looking forward to hopefully being on it next week. So, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, being a part of that and stuff like that. But anyway, we'll go ahead and close out with that. So, like I said, I'll be on the Fitness Manifest podcast next week. I don't know when the episode is going to come out, but I will be on that podcast. So definitely go check me out on that. And also follow my girl Teresa on IG at Fitness Manifest. No spaces, no capitals. So once again, you're trying to keep up with Miss Teresa, follow her on IG at Fitness Manifest. No spaces, no capitals. Go check her out. Go click on her all go click on all her links and you will see the links to the episodes and many more. So definitely go check her out on IG and as well as check me out on IG at disinfecting your life. That's no spaces, no capitals. Once again, follow me on IG at disinfecting your life. No space, no capitals. Get all the latest and greatest that's going on with this podcast. And I'm telling you what, if you have not got the step towards your purpose signature book, go check that out. Go get that right now. You know what I'm saying? Definitely go get you some great information. It is on Amazon. And also the link to make it even easier for y'all. The link is in the link tree in my bio. So if you're looking for a good read this year, go check out my signature book, Step Towards Your Purpose, available now on Amazon. Definitely go check it out, man. Definitely a good resource for you to take with you in 2022. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all, man. It's been a great show. This your boy, Chris Simmons, alongside special guest, Miss Teresa, we out. Take care, y'all. Peace. Recording stopped.